Hello and welcome to our brand new podcast. We are Thrifty Eats, a publication that wants to help you make choices that are easier on the planet and the pocket. As this is our very first podcast, we thought we'd start by introducing ourselves. I'm Alex and today I'm joined by two members of the Thrifty Eats group, Andrea and Priyanka, who will be discussing what Thrifty is all about, their inspiration, what we can expect in our first issue, and bigger themes like single-use plastic and food waste. So, Andrea, Priyanka, welcome. Hello. Um, Thrifty Eats, then. What is it all about? Well, we are a magazine that's all about food, obviously, mm-hmm. and making smarter choices when it comes to buying food. Being sustainable and affordable are our Gospels because we want to give people a guide to living an eco-friendly life without breaking the bank. Well, very relevant, then. Um, so where did the idea come from? So initially, the idea just came from our passion for food, but also we want to be more eco-friendly. And that got us thinking there are probably more people out there like us. Um, There's a lot of discussion going on right now about the use of plastic, Mm. the environment, the climate crisis. And as consumers, I think lots of us want to do more. Um, But when it came to looking at other food magazines out there, we realised that they can be quite expensive, um, the produce isn't seasonal, and to be honest, a lot of it is not so accessible for the average person like me and I'm sure other people out there. Um, yeah. yeah, there's lots of research out there that shows that green products can be up to 44% more expensive than standard Ooh, alternatives. Wow. Yeah, yeah, 61% of compu- consumers would only buy green products if they costed, if the cost was the same or less than the, the, the non-sustainable mm, alternative. Yeah. Are you trying to be more sustainable? And if so, what are the challenges? So yeah, I am, I am trying to be more sustainable, um, particularly with um, buying organic produce. But the, the main thing that stops me doing that is the price of it is a lot more expensive than um, non-organic produce. So sometimes I struggle to justify uh, spending the money on it. So for me, in terms of sustainability, um, one of the things I'm really interested in at the moment is eating food that's been produced locally. And one of the things we have seen, me and my partner, is just how difficult it is to buy things that have been um, either grown or have been produced in Wales or in the UK. Um, we shop at Lidl mostly, and so much of the food comes from outside of Europe. Um, and if you think about the amount of fuel and energy that's required to get that f- that produce into the UK, it just makes the whole process so so um, unsustainable. So for me, that's probably one of the biggest issues as well because so much of our food is in plastic packaging um, it's kind of impossible to avoid that unless you go to some of the places where you're able to buy food without packaging but um, my experience has been that those places are incredibly expensive and that puts us off entirely it basically means that it, it is prohibitive it, it's impossible to do it so um, yeah that's what I would say so us as consumers then, what little things can we do to reduce how much we use plastic, our carbon footprint? Mm. Um, I think trying to avoid unnecessary plastic is a way. Mm. So using more, like buying more loose fruit and vegetables. Mm-hmm. Um, also buying in season 
um, so that your vegetable is not imported from other countries is important. Um, seasonal recipes are a big part of our offering. Um, also, cutting down on meat is is uh, a way to to help the environment. So be more flexitarian, which is quite a quite a buzzword <laughs> at the minute. Yeah, for sure. Um, Flexi, some like to say. <laughs> yeah. So there's probably a perception then that being eco-friendly and um, cutting down on food waste, etc., is perhaps a privileged thing to do and can be quite expensive. Um, do you think that's true? Yeah, I think that's definitely true. I think it can be a bit intimidating. Um, the sustainable movement is often, in my mind, someone quite middle-class, well-to-do, going to Waitrose yeah. or a local market. That's the idea that springs to mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a bit intimidating going to a zero-waste shop. I know they're a bit more expensive. But I think um, you can be sustainable on a budget. I think if you're a bit, um, I don't know, there are little tips and tricks that you can do to make it more accessible. Also, I think initially it might cost you more. So you might have to make some investments in things like a reusable water bottle, a coffee cup. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, you can be clever about it um, because some mugs are really expensive. But I know you can get ones online for three, four pounds, which do the same job. Yeah. Um, also, if you do have a reusable coffee cup, um, I know lots of coffee shops give you a discount. If you go to Pret, I know you can get a filtered coffee for 50p. You can. Pretty good. Don't know where I'd be without that. Exactly. <laughs> Summer without coffee, probably. Well, that's a sad, yeah. sad place to be, isn't it? <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think we want to show people that it is possible to be sustainable and it doesn't have to cost lots of money or take lots of time. No. There are ways to do it. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's a general thing, isn't it? I think people are starting to become more passionate mm. about being sustainable. And as such, supermarkets are really catching on to the trend. So do you think, do you think their promises are genuine? Or is this, is this something that's perhaps a bit fake? Mm, that's, that's hard to tell. There is a tangible effort to make a change. Yeah. Uh, we're seeing a lot less plas- plastic being used. Mm-hmm. Uh, but obviously, a lot more can be done. Like going to Tesco's, there's both options now. Um, you can buy loose fruit and veg, but, but there's still the option of buying plastic. Yeah, which is completely unnecessary, really, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. And also, it's so tempting because it's so much easier to just grab the packet mm. of plastic and yeah. then put it in your basket rather than having to like count how many you want mm-hmm. and put them in the basket and then you have to put them in your bag. It's mm-hmm. just a lot more complicated, but it's just because people are not used to it and then yeah. people get lazy because, you know, plastic is so simple. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, but also I think it's quite easy to criticise supermarkets, um, but they are cheap yeah. and the most like realistic option for most people. They're convenient. Yeah. Um, if you want to go to a farmer's market, you, well, they're not on all the time. You have to go on a Saturday. They're more expensive often. Not yeah. always, but... They're not even accessible for most of us, are they? Well, you know, you've got to live in certain mm-hmm. areas to access yeah, them. Yeah, absolutely. That's so. the thing. So, yeah, the more supermarkets can do, the better, really. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I think, I think more needs to be done for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so... Andrea, I believe that you go to a farmer's market. Um, <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> I, personally, I've never been to one. I don't think many of us have, mm, really, in, you know, when 2020 we're talking. So mm-hmm. do you have any like tips or guides as to how to shop there? Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, I, I, live in, I live in an area of Cardiff where there's a farmer's market on every Saturday, mm-hmm. which is quite handy. Yeah. But obviously, you need to be organised to you know, know that you're going to do your shopping on a Saturday. Mm. You need to remember to go to the farmers markets because sometimes I forget, and then during the week I'm like, oh, I haven't got any fruit or, or vegetable tea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So definitely be organize your shop around that Saturday where you're going to do most of your shop. Mm-hmm. Know yeah. what you're going to buy. Um, bring your own bags. 
because they don't yeah. give plastic bags. Okay. Farmers market don't give plastic bags. So you bring your your own reusable bag. Mm -hmm. um, fruit and vegetable can be cheaper at farmers market. Okay. Like I've can noticed they? that. Yeah, buying fruit and vegetable from the farmers market, especially because you buy as much as you need. You might get need to get like to adjust to know what you want, what you need really during the week. But once you know that, it's probably cheaper. Because if you know that you're gonna have, I don't know four bananas during the week you might buy like oh, i'll buy six just in case mm. um and then you're all set rather than having to go to the shop and buying more every time um so yeah and then be friendly really because people are really really friendly <laughs> and don't be don't be scared to go up to people and speak to them because like i love the farmers. i know everyone in the farmer's market I'm lost, like everything is so friendly is that, is that your version of the pub andrea <laughs> <laughs> yeah go go to a farm's market. <laughs> definitely just pop down the local <laughs> yeah Aww. So, Andre, you said you go in with, to a farmer's market with a, somewhat of a plan. Yeah. Do you do that when you shop at the supermarket too, or do you find yourself getting distracted by offers and things? Um, it's difficult, because I normally try and have a plan when I go to the supermarket, yeah. but offers are so tempting sometimes. Mm -hmm. Like, the yellow stickers are <laughs> so tempting, yeah. tempting that I do get carried away. Also, it depends on, like, how hungry you are when you go to the supermarket. Because mm, exactly. when I go to the supermarket, it's usually, like, after a long day of work. Yeah. So I'm really hungry, but I also need to do a shop. And so I end up buying loads of stuff that I don't really mm. need. Mm -hmm. And some stuff get wa gets gets wasted because it's just in the freezer, and yeah. in the fridge. I don't need it. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, for the first issue of the magazine, mm. um, I spoke to a really interesting woman um, who on Instagram is called The Reduction Raider. Okay. And she actually only shops um, in the reduced aisle of the supermarket. And I thought, well, that's pretty tricky. That's yeah. a really limited way of eating. And she's a vegan. Um, oh. She actually said, like, reframe the way you think about food. Like, be more creative. Don't go in with, like, a plan of, like, I, like if you're making, I don't know, um, some sort of pasta dish, be more open-minded with the ingredients. Right. Um, and another thing to do is, instead of just, like, going to the supermarket all the time, think, what have I got in my fridge? What have I got in my cupboards? Can't I make something out of that? We always end up going to the supermarket, buying more things. We don't need that stuff, and then stuff gets wasted. Mm. So I think having a plan is important. Um, it's something I'm not good at, but, think, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's really important. So the reduction rate is in your first issue. Yes. Uh, what else can we expect from your very first Ooh. magazine? Well, there is a lot of exciting stuff in our first issue. Mm. Um, so we've got loads of seasonal recipes. Okay. Um, which are cheaper and better for the planet, actually. So yeah. we've got a focus on root veg in this issue, um, especially beetroot, oh, which yeah. I think is underrated. The yeah. humble beetroot. Mm, well, yeah, but we've got we've got a beetroot cake, we've got a risotto, mm, yeah, um, got a brunch dish, um, and they're pretty pretty tasty. <laughs> um, we've also got a lot of interesting features as well, like um, how to use um, how to make your own composting mm -hmm. um, okay. for really cheap, um, and how you can. You know, either use it on your garden or you can sell it, yeah. make some money off it. Um, we've got an interview with the with the founder of um, the food sharing app Olio, right? Which is really popular at the minute. Um, and then we've got lots of experts' opinion on how to save and be sustainable in your weekly shop. Okay. And finally, Priyanka went um, plastic free for a week. <sighs> for a week? Yeah. What, like, completely plastic-free? Well, or? no, just in terms of food and drink. Right. I don't think I could do the rest. No. Well, the thing is, I thought it would be a great idea. We had a meeting, an ideas meeting. I came with, up with the idea, <laughs> yeah, I'll go plastic-free, I said. Yeah. Then the day came, Monday arrived, and, oh, I regretted it. Well, I didn't really, but it was hard. It yeah, was really hard. It was. Um, 
I regret that I didn't plan anything mm. because everything is wrapped in plastic. Of course. Everything. Yeah. I couldn't have milk, um, my berries, <laughs> yogurt, cheese. Oh, no. It was a nightmare. <laughs> um, but anyway, I guess you'll have to read the first issue to find out more. Yeah. But it was hard. Yeah. So thank you guys. Um, I thought to round off the podcast, we'd finish with a game. Ooh. Ooh. Yay. Love a game. Because God knows we all love a game. Mm-hmm. Um, so on the way here, I, came, I went to a supermarket. Um, I'm not sure they'll get for, done for copyright, but let's say it's, uh, it rhymes with Besco. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I've picked four items. Mm-hmm. And I want you to guess uh, what the cheapest one is, and then put them in order from least expensive to most expensive. Ooh. Difficult. Ooh. Okay, right. okay right. I'm ready. I, I try to keep them kind of eco-friendly. Okay, but, good. Right? Yes. So here we go. Uh, four chicken thighs. Mm-hmm. A melon. <laughs> right. Gluten-free pesto. Expensive. Yeah. And six plant-based sausages. Expensive. Yeah. Wait, chicken. Do we know the brands? I mean, like, are they value? Um, are they budget? Are they frozen? They are fish? all Tesco brands except for pesto. Okay. Is the chicken fresh? Fresh chicken. Okay, hold on. I think... So, four chicken thighs, a melon, mm. gluten-free pesto, mm-hmm. and six plant-based sausages. I think the pesto is the most expensive. You think? What you think no, the chicken? I think no. I think the plant-based uh, sausages. Are no. The... Can we have different ideas? Yes. Okay. Oh. Okay. Oh, okay. All right then. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to go. Mm-hmm. Number one most expensive is a pesto. Yeah. I don't. I don't eat meat, so I don't know how about the chicken. <laughs> oh no. Um, then I'm going to say chicken. Okay. I feel no, I feel silly now. I changed my mind. <laughs> then I'm gonna say sausages. Oh, or chicken. And then the melon is the cheapest. But I feel like it must be a you've done that on purpose, because the melon can't be the cheapest. Well, uh, you know. That's what the game is all about. Okay, I'm trying to start again. Yeah. Most expensive pesto. Yeah. Number two, sausages. Number three, chicken. No, number three, melon, number four, chicken. Andrea? Um, I'm gonna say sausages. Pesto, um, chicken, melon. Okay. Well, we do have a clear winner. And it's Priyanka. Yes. Oh. Spot on. Really? Oh. Yeah. Oh, my Same. God. Gluten-free pesto, £2.90. Six plant-based sausages, £2.50. Mm-hmm. I buy them. That's how I know. Yeah. Melon, £2.25 for a what? melon. That's how much a melon will set you back. Wow. Oh, my God. And four chicken thighs, £1.90. Wow. Yeah, yeah, chicken is Thigh as well, so, isn't it? They're nice as well. Uh, I haven't got Can't a prize or anything anymore. for you. Oh. 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 Not a melon. Yes. Yeah, I'll think of something <laughs> later on. I'll hold you to that. Yeah. <laughs> that was fun. I enjoyed that. There you go. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Uh, our very first issue will be out on the 4th of March on issue.com. You can find us on Facebook, Thrifty Eats, and Instagram, Thrifty.Eats, for tips, tricks, and links to features on our website. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you. Bye. Bye.
Cool. Well done. God. Forgot what it was like doing this. You can load it up half hour. 